From the blood to Scotland View to Baton Rouge and all over the world, this is the Jack Talk Podcast, powered by Southern University Student Media. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Jack Talk Podcast. It's your host, DB, of the brand that y'all know me. I see y'all. Y'all hope y'all see me as well. We have Jalen over here. Hi, I'm Jalen. I'm a senior. Hopefully next year I'll be graduating. Pray for me. And I'm from BR. Sierra. Hi, I'm Sierra. Cece, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. I live in Dallas. I am a mass communications major and I'm a junior. Hey, it's Q the Celebrity. Thank you. I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm a senior, and hopefully I'll be graduating next spring. Like she said, pray for us. Pray for us. looking like SU whenever, and I don't really like that. Man. What? Good morning, y'all. How we feeling? We feeling good. Good as I look. Great. I lost my car, y'all. Still don't have my car. Bruh. I already know how that goes. That's that pain. I'm not going to be a walking commuter student. You're talking about this car. Yes, you are. Man. So, look. Before we get into the into the nitty and the gritty, make sure y'all go and check out the latest version of Southern Digest newspaper. That is issue 10. Find all of our newest content at southerndigest.com. Also, make sure to follow Southern USM, uh, Southern OSM on social media. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Instagram at Southern U underscore OSM and tag us, tag on Twitter at Southern U OSM. That's it. So we have some special guests for y'all today. We have Casey in Chicago coming in a little bit later. We also have, who else do we have, y'all? We have Latavia Roberts. Latavia Roberts, our AWS president. We have some star-studded SU faces coming in to give y'all some new perspectives. So excited. You already know how it goes. So we have an action-packed show for y'all. Without further ado, let's get straight into it. So honestly, have y'all heard about the new upgrades that campus is about to put in? All of the new stuff so that's going on. Like they're gonna put a new Starbucks in there. Even though black people are not supposed to, we, to support the Starbucks. To the words, but we not, you know, we got no. a sushi place. Like I'm I'm excited because it's more now, healthy. Sushi, eating. I'm happy about that. Healthy If you eating. don't eat sushi, you sleep. I'm sorry. Healthy I think the fish eating. is raw. You're part of the problem. Thank you. Healthy eating. We're making some good choices. It's a lot I'm of little upgrades that they that they have in mind. They did it in the Cotillion Ballroom um, last week, and they just covered it. They provided food, drinks, refreshments, you know, everything. I'm just so glad that they got this going on because... We need it. We need it. We, needed it. we needed it. There's some more upgrades they should have put on campus, like the light fixtures, you know, a bunch of other stuff across campus. I definitely think they need to, like, improve the bathroom structure. Structures we have because some of the plumbing I just can't get with. Like Listen, the bathrooms and TV. The way the, the way the girls' bathroom has been treated around this campus these last few semesters should be a crime. Yes, you can only clean it so much. I mean, that's the problem. The problem is cleaning it all together. But we're not gonna talk about that. The Brandon, yeah. how you feeling? I'm just really excited for like upgrades to be made. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of examples of different schools around here. Um, Howard, like it's a lot of stuff that you know a lot of schools are kind of just slipping on. Not saying SU yeah. is perfect. You know, SU isn't perfect. Yeah. But at least they're like investing in, in their student body, they're, like in the areas that we are in, the areas that we live at. We're actually gonna have a call in a little bit later from Casey in Chicago. He's yeah. an alumni from down here. She worked at Howard. She has some insight on the whole situation down there. That's gonna be really interesting. Um, also. Really? Wait for that. Man, right? So oh, he, I'm sorry. Casey is a very Casey is that kind of name. It's a unisex name. It is. It's, it's a unisex it's, name. He's a young man. Casey yeah, is like a young man Casey. an alumni. Sorry, Casey, if you hear this. Apologies. A shout out to Casey. <laughs> um but yeah, the like as far as campus upgrades go, I'm excited about it. I think we have a lot of like good stuff to look forward to. I'm saying we. I'm going to be graduating long gone by the time this yeah, is actually so happening. We'll, but we'll, we'll be out of here by that time. Yeah, as you 
just wrote a really strongly worded commentary well, about that. Yes, we'll take I that will off. give y'all an update and a Thank review. You. Thank you, sir. Because I'm ready for the sushi. All right. <laughs> I'm ready for that sushi. Chill and indulge for us. Um, up next, we have sports. Let's get into it. Hey, issue. My name is Tiffany Williams. Here to remind you to tune into Jack Talk Podcast, which is every Thursday at 1 p.m. And we are back with sports. Now, SU, you guys, was voted uh, best game day atmosphere by a big game boomer on college game day. Because y'all know we busting like this. I'm just saying. This is how we are. And I'm very excited about that because, you know, oftentimes they're not HBCUs. We go overlooked and underlooked. So as far as all things, as far as the atmosphere and then our culture and then for us to get, you know, looked at by a big, excuse me, a big game boomer. You know, I was really impressed by that, and I, that made my heart warm up. Something that I like, something that stuck out to me about the whole thing is, it wasn't just college teams. Like it was, and it wasn't just swag teams. It was like sports yeah, teams, and like throughout the country. Yeah. So we had like the Packers and the 49ers, yeah. and they're in the in, they're in the Buddhist good old SU. I'm like, yeah, we that out here. That made my heart because those people over there on the other side of tracks, you know, and they like, they better. The nostalgia you get from like stepping on campus when you know it took you 80 hours to park, and then you know you was excited because you know you're walking up to the tailgate and somebody's grandma comes up to you like, baby, you ain't got no plate yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, no, I ain't had no plate at all, ma'am. I would love a rib. Thank you. I would yes. love a rib. You got booty in? I don't Thank eat pork, you. but I'll eat booty in. Man. What? You missing out? Don't. I don't eat pork, right. but I'll eat booty mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and bacon. I really like pork. So my pork can be all pork. pork. Like. I don't eat pork, but I eat bacon, booty in, and ham. That's it. Pork and anybody bacon. eat snake? I'm Tam- pissed off. Okay. Okay. You eat snake? Yeah. I'm asking, does anybody eat snake? No. I'm pissed off about this fam you game. What was that? I like that transition. What was that, y'all? Man. Uh, listen, refs. That's all I gotta say. I would blame the refs, but no, honestly, blame the refs. That was a BS call, you know. It was one BS call. Oh, several. They called it three times in a row. How you do that? We lost by no one more than moved. one score though. Here's my point. But that okay? was the reason why that, that led up to that. Here's my only point. The boys played hard. And and I spoke to, uh, I spoke to coach. No, hey coach Devin. Oh, <laughs> our very own Mr. Hatchick here, the office of student. Shout out to Devin, student media, and we kind of talked about it. And the reality is that. So far this year, the football team hasn't been good in like at racking up like consecutive games. It's been up down. It's, it really been has been loss win, loss win all season. All we win. haven't been on a winning streak all season. So I'm gonna pick us to win this game this week, uh, like against Jackson State. Based on how I'm seeing it, but <laughs> it's not because I believe that we like. I think we are better than them, but I don't think that this year is gonna be just because okay we're gonna outplay them. I think that we are in that mindset like we've. We built a trend. The same. Well, I think because of who we're playing and then, I mean, prime example, look how we played against Alcorn. That was all hard. Like, they played literally to the last freaking second and one. And I think this here game here against um, J-State will be no different. And that's basically like homecoming 2.0 anyway. So, come on. Speaking so, of, but I'm still excited for the, like, atmosphere that's going to oh, be God, there. Yes. That listen, rivalry. If you're not on the campus of Southern University, Come this Saturday, you missing out. Everybody talks about how the Grambling rivalry is just uh-huh. so passionate. Uh-huh. That JS, that, that rivalry, because we be talking. That's Man. one of many rivalries in HBCUs that go like un- unrated. Like people really don't understand just how hated that rivalry. It is like genuine vitriol yes. and hate between these two fan bases. It's crazy, but it's really not even that much hate. Honestly, it's real love. No, it is, but it's like, like, no. like a, it, it is love between us and Grambling. This real, it's real life competitive. You hate. It reminds like, me of that the family is welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins, like Bro. they Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> and they like Clyde. You know, Clyde got all this money and attention and fame, but it's like, I still want to beat you. I still want to win. Well, eventually he did win, so maybe that's the sign. Exactly. He got Lucinda. Listen, speaking of J-State, Boombox Classic is this thing. 
Boom Watch Classic is this Saturday. Score predictions. Who we got? Mm, I got Jags coming out. 10 point victory. 28 24. You know what? I'm not mad at this score. I'm going to have to go with that, too. Q. 14-21. Okay, okay. You better watch your number this week. I, I used realistic oh numbers. Last time I said 47. Stop. <laughs> Y'all know I don't care about Sierra. What do you think? Man, I be down the field all day, but I don't really be going with no. See, this on. is why we should just skip you. So at guess. the end of the day, I'm going to just guess. I'm going to just guess. Maybe three <laughs> to six. <laughs> we going to know her, y'all. A defensive game. She Real quick. Do. Real quick. We have Isaac over there in the background. Y'all cannot hear him. Shout out to Isaac. <laughs> Isaac did not like my score prediction at all. Four and five Jaguars will beat the eight and one Tigers, and that will be also the victory. Now, as far as attendance, I did say it's homecoming 2.0, come, mm-hmm. you know, this Saturday. But All about it was going to be I, here. I, you know, I had an issue, and a lot of people had an issue with, you know, the attendance for last week's game against FAMU. It was very dry compared to what a, a normal home, homecoming, a normal, you know, home game for Southern looks like. So, anybody else have an issue with that? Because I do. You mean versus the— It's very skinny. And you skinny. mean this past, like, it's, it's weekend, past right? It's past weekend. My, it's not fair. It's not right. But I will say the game previous to that— Kind of had them, kind of had us, you know, feeling what? ourselves a little bit. Like, so eat. I would think that we would come out even with an even bigger crowd after we beat Alcorn finally. I mean, you I would think. think that, but I mean, apparently that's not the case. Apparently, people got very okay. comfortable. Do you with think the, it's because of this this rivalry just now has been renewed against FAMU and a lot of the younger crowd don't know really much about it? I think that's definitely it. FAMU okay. hasn't been in the swag for decades. I'm saying decades. I don't know for how long they haven't well, been in the swag. They haven't been here in a the while. First game. Well, yeah, the yeah. first game we get cheated. This game they cheated. It's not no, nothing new with FAMU, but do you think it, it will be improved, like, as the season goes on? A I lot so. of people are more so, like, the reason why they're not really attending these games is because we had the homecoming game, right? And yeah. then right after that, we made Alcorn. And that's why. It's because, like, after Alcorn, it was like, I mean, after the homecoming game, it was like, okay, well, I need a break. <laughs> do you think real. it was a break or because we got blown out at home? That's for homecoming. That too. That was I embarrassing. Like, the, we were sold out then. Homecoming and then turn around and get blown out during homecoming. You don't yeah. lose homecoming. Yeah, that's, I think that had a, a huge thing to do with it. But okay, nonetheless. You know, speaking of players and attendance, things of that sort. Shout out to offensive tackle for the Jaguars, Jatari Carter. He accepted his invite to the NFL's East West Shrine Bowl. Yeah, Shout out to the young man. Him. Congratulations. Him and the rest of the Jaguars are going to you know dug it out coming this Saturday. But shout out to you, Mr. Carter. Or your invite from the NFL East West Shrine Bowl. Support him, please. Um, up next, we have entertainment, you guys, and y'all don't want to miss this. Let's go. Hey, Jags, Kiana here. Be sure to listen to Jag Talk Podcast and follow us on our social media at SouthernU underscore OSM on Instagram and SouthernU OSM on Twitter. For those who cannot spell, it is S O U T H E R N U underscore OSM. Go, Jags! Dr. Merrick, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, DeBrandon. That's, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, it's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. I'm doing all right. <laughs> so It's another beautiful day on the bluff. Another beautiful like day on the bluff. So <laughs> let's start with the voting, the election season. Um, so, again, there's a lot of student discourse going on this time of year. This is HBCU, a college campus. College campuses around the country. Voting season, election season is one of the more important times of the year around the country, but especially on college campuses. What are some things that, you know, you would think students around campus will need to know going into this voting season? Uh, election day is, correct me if I'm wrong, on the 13th of this month. 
Right. Election Day is November 13th, so that's Saturday. And, of course, that's a big football game for for Southern Baton Rouge. But we do want to remind everyone that voting is uh, going on that day. The polls open uh, at 6 a.m. and they close at 8. Uh-huh. So there's a uh, great time to to get out and take care of your vote. And, and earlier we were pushing early voting. Uh, one, because you just never know where you're going to be on Election Day. So it's always useful to go ahead and, and take care of that as early as you can. Mm-hmm. And so the early voting started uh, on October 30th and um, was all the way through November 6th. How do you feel about the student participation in early voting this year from your perspective that you were able to see? Like, Do you feel like it was successful? Do you think it could have went better? But how do you think that like yeah. the... Yeah, go. What's up? Yeah, you know, I, I think we have been successful uh, over the years with our student engagement as it relates to early voting. And uh, this year uh, may not have been as exciting because uh, the ballot wasn't chock full of positions, so to speak, of in terms of people running for, for offices. They were, uh, we had a statewide constitutional four statewide constitutional amendments on the ballot mm-hmm. and a couple of judgeships here in the Baton Rouge area, but that that didn't apply to every precinct. So I do think that um, years where there's a presidential um, race going on or a gubernatorial race, then you have more interest and excitement as it relates to um, participating in voting. This year, maybe not as much, but I am still excited about the number of students who were aware and, and sought that information out and wanted to be engaged in the process. Could you talk about what it's like, what the voting process is like? What are some things that first-time voters will need to know going into the ballots? You know, as a first-time voter, I would definitely encourage them to uh, visit our website. We have a website, www.sus.edu forward slash suvotes. That's the initiative that the university launched a couple of years ago. And so every election, we put information out about that particular election and what's on the ballot. So I definitely would encourage first-time voters to find out as much as possible, you know, read the, the newspaper, see what's going on on the news, on television, keep up with the uh, items that will be on the ballot. And another great resource that I always rely on here in Louisiana is the Public Affairs Research Council. Uh, it's PAR Louisiana for short, P-A-R. And uh, they really do a great job, and, and we partner with them even to share the information that they put forward uh, with our students so they can know and understand, you know, what's on the ballot and uh, what a vote, particularly as it relates to amendments and proposals like that, uh, to find out what a vote yes means and versus what a vote no means. And so really understanding what's on the ballot prior to going to your polling site is, is always important. And that information comes out very early, uh, several weeks prior to, to an election. Could you give us an example of some of the, like, you know, more pressing amendments or like, you know, the really big amendments that are going to be at the ballot this year? You know, all four of them are actually, you know, they have to do with sales tax collection. Uh, that's a really big one that has been going on, a conversation around the state, uh, even in terms of how the state legislature handles uh, the budget in the state of Louisiana. Those are two of probably the big ones um, to, to be mindful of. But any time that we're talking about uh, making adjustments to the state constitution, that's a really important, um, important something that you want to pay attention to. Um, that's what an amendment does. It is changing the, the constitution of the state uh, one way or the other. 
and all those uh, constitutional amendments have to go back to the people for their vote and not just the legislature. So it does have to go through the legislative process to start and then before it is changed in the Constitution, uh, that's when we see the people coming in and placing their vote. And it's going to be really interesting to see um, because historically speaking, a lot of times amendments um, – People go in and they vote all yes or all no um, versus, you know, some yeses and some noes. And so it's going to be interesting to see on Saturday night uh, when the results come in just where we land on on those four constitutional amendments. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you coming by and speaking with us, being able to take some time out. Um, I like, you know, informative interviews. I feel like this is really informative. I feel like it's going to give a lot of perspective to the different students listening in. Um, if you have any, like, you know, last comments or last thoughts about, you know, the election season as a whole that you would want the students to, like, know about or be aware of? Uh, just a couple of last comments. Definitely encourage everyone to vote uh, on Saturday if you have not already taken part uh, in early voting. Uh, the polls, again, open 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And to Brandon, I want to thank you and the folks over at JAG Podcast for the work that you're doing uh, to not only spread the word about voting, but uh, just to really keep the campus informed of a number of things going on across this uh, landmass here for Southern University. So really hats off to you and your team and the work that you all are doing. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And we appreciate you, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You have a good one, okay? What's up, Jags? This is Alicia, and you're listening to Jag Talk Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at SouthernU underscore OSM and Twitter at SouthernU OSM for all your latest campus news, sports, and entertainment. Go Jags! And we have another quick little student interview going on. So last week was AWS Week here on the Bluff. So today joining us, we have AWS President Latavia. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Doing all right. We're doing all right. So, from your point of view, how did AWS Week go last week? Did you meet like did it meet your expectations? How did you enjoy the pageant? Do you have like a favorite event? How? What was your general take on how the week's events went? I honestly am very pleased at the turnout of AWS Week. Um, little background: originally we were supposed to have AWS Week in October, but mm-hmm. some things happened to where we had to push it back. So. Being that we were able to, you know, overcome all of the obstacles and still be able to get through the week, I'm really proud of myself and along with my cabinet for pulling off a great week last week. Definitely. And I think that all the events, they really went on really well. I thought that the um that the uh, pageant was really was it was really cool. Like I like I don't know. I just like, you know, seeing the different like people from SU. Like, you know, of course like the uh, the young ladies, but seeing like the young men come out as well during the pageant, that was really like cool to see. So I always enjoy, you know, just that kind of stuff going on during y'all week. Did you have an event that stood out to you most that you were most proud of? I guess the, what I was most excited about was the Monday event, which was brunch on bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, brunch was supposed to be the kickoff for the week and allowing the ladies to, you know, feel how we're coming for the week, get them out of their shells, get them out of their rooms, and basically empower them and prepare them for not just AWS week, but, you know, the rest of the school year. And then my second favorite one was the pageant, of course, because I love pageants. I'm actually the former Miss men's fed from last school year so the brunch and the pageant was like the ones i was like really looking forward to for the week i got you i got you so real quick could you give the listeners a little bit of context and details about what aws is responsible for what y'all do what the organization as a whole represents here on campus 
So basically, the Association for Women Students is AWS, and we basically all work together to just provide a safe, safe space for female students on campus, whether that's through programming or hosting events or just having different motivational posts posted on our social media platform, just allowing the students to put a name with their leaders' faces and knowing that, you know, there are females that are being blazers on campus and are able to be the voice for the students that aren't able to speak out about how they feel about their campus experience. So AWS is just basically that liaison specifically for female students. That's really cool. And I think, you know, it's really been, it's really like just did it here in HBCU campus where like the majority of our population are, of course, female Jaguars. So I mean, I think that's really important. It's really crucial to like just how we carry business around here at Southern University. So let's get to the realm of entertainment, right? So, and not necessarily entertainment, but just where else stuff going on today. Black Lives Matter. So, Sierra shared this with me a little bit earlier this week up in yeah. our group me. Um, three, only three black jurors are going to be present in the uh, Amar Arbor. One. Only one? Only one That's black crazy. juror. And they had a person that was kind of um, putting forth, like, the, uh, the effort to say, like, we can't subject black people to say that they're going to do the right thing for other black people. That, I guess, they're only... The jurors, there's only one black person. So if you think about it, all those white people might not be for black people, and all those white people may be for black people. You never know. But, like, the, mere fact that but the mere fact that he's a black person yeah. and he's only being represented for the entire by one black person, like so, it's not, it's not just. So for those who don't know, Ahmad Arbery was a 25 year old black jogger who was shot three times in February 2020 while being chased through the streets of Brunswick, Georgia, by William Bryan along with Gregory McMichael and his son Travis McMichael. Yes. Now that's the main information here and I know you're thinking oh well why would they do that they claim that they were trying to make a citizen's arrest and that he was guilty of burglary that was the guy however remember when they're yeah. doing when they're doing a citizen's arrest just like a regular police officers you have to have proof they did not have any proof they just they had proof like they somebody rolled, they rolled up on him in their truck yeah. and, and recorded it that's how he be the jury us. problem the jury problem is a much deeper than what people are saying so white males born in the south over the age of 40 years old without without a four-year college degree sometimes are known as Bubba's or Joe Sixpacks. That is what Kevin Goh, who is the defense lawyer, has expressed is undocumented in juror polls and how they're not being represented. So it's not fair to prosecute them without people that think like them, act like them, and look like them inside the juror's stand. But, but, but when have black never. people had never. all black jurors? Never. 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 That has never been an option. So this is racially motivated, and this is, in fact, racial degradation, in my opinion. It's disgusting is what it is. And so you have this young man who was murdered. He was literally slaughtered. And on top of that, that should, that's not the only charges that they're facing. They're facing false, false imprisonment. They're also facing um, aggravated assault. And then on top of that, they're murder. also being charged with murder. And you so, know the person that video recorded, they're trying to... They're trying to yeah, because he tried to make it seem as if, like, oh, I was minding my business and then I saw it and not recorded. Oh, no. and then they are on it, too. They're also saying that Travis McMichael, his defense is it was self-defense because he reached for my gun. If you pull up on me with a gun, ain't no way you get away with it. Like, you're going to have to, you're going to fight you. Like, I'm not playing. You're all in one man. Exactly. I'm going to just say this. Like, the whole topic of having a jury of your peers, that's obviously a myth as it relates to black people. 
and it's something that is 2021 we thought that would be a different case it's not um, it's a sad whole of situation hopefully justice is served we're praying for his family as well as everybody else involved yeah. Definitely. Yeah. on a lighter note though are you classic are you classic we got our away. tickets for anybody that can repost that um, our flyer or anything else that is dealing with Southern U underscore OSM with Bayou Classic can win your two Bayou Classic free tickets. Yes, Once sir. again, tag us. Make sure you repost our flyer. Follow us. You yes, know, everything. Sir. Make sure you support us and that's the way that you'll get your free tickets. Tell your friends, tell your cousins, tell your aunties, tell, tell your mama. everybody, baby. We got everybody. Just we'll be back next week. Jack Talk Podcast. We out this thing. Purr. All love. Greetings, Jaguar Nation. Next week will be our first small student business advertising. Come promote your business on the digital kiosk and the student newspaper on November 8th through the 12th. Your business graphic will be on the kiosk all week in the student union, and you will also get a one-fourth full-color ad, all just for $25. For further information, contact the Office of Student Media or email Elise underscore Shelton at subr.edu.